This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Baruch HaMaboim, welcome everyone. Shalom Aleichem, hope everybody is doing great. Baruch HaMaboim to the Koilel Agra de Pirka of Kew Garden Hills, New York. Today's shir is sponsored on behalf of Daily Giving, which is an amazing opportunity to be medabek, misdabek every day of the year, to the mitzvah of tzedakah. One is contributing one dollar a day, and it's distributed to all the various uh, wonderful tzedakahs that help out choylem and aniyim, and people waiting for children. And it's really a way to be mishtatif in all the tzedakahs, and amass many more zechusim before the Yom Hadin. Okay, so we want to speak about Parshas Kisavai, as well as the Slichos Habalena Latayva Matzai Shabbos. If anybody wants the, uh, the the book, the Sefer in English on the Yamim Naram, it is back in print, and you could go to the Art Scroll website, and for a special time, you could get it a discounted ten percent off and free shipping with the promo code T M A. T-M, Rashi Tevos, The Mystery and the Majesty. T-M-A-T-M, all capital, T-M-A-T-M. Okay, so we know that we start, Slichos, B'maitzahoy menucha kidamnu chatchila. We start, Slichos, Matzoy Shabbos. Why do we start Matzoy Shabbos? We start Sunday. Various reasons are given by all the Karbanois, it says, V'hikravtem by Rosh Hashanah. It says, V'asisem, which indicates that one should make themselves into a carbon, and a carbon requires a minimum of four days of bikor mimum. And therefore, if Rosh Hashanah comes out Thursday, Friday, or Shabbos, so we start Sunday. If it comes out Monday, Tuesday, we start the Sunday before. The Lavush brings down a different reason. The Lavush brings down some places, they're noyeg to... Uh, to start Slichos Rosh Chodesh Elo. So I got a call last Thursday if I could speak Matzai Shabbos in a place before Slichos. So I said, you know, we also have Slichos. No, you come here first, whatever. And then I looked at the date, and the date was last Matzai Shabbos. So it was uh, in Great Neck. <laughs> so I had this chus to speak in Great Neck, Matzai Shabbos. And the shul is packed. Men, women, on Matzai Shabbos, and I tell you, their slichos are just so beautiful. Everyone sings together, every single word, it's really uh, it's a, a tremendous Kiddush Hashem. But B'nai Ashkenaz starts slichos on Matzai Shabbos uh, at least four days before Rosh Hashanah. What's the reason? Lil Vush brings down that many people have a custom to fast the Aser Simei you hear this? It puts us to shame, but back in the day, the custom was that people would fast the whole Asar Simei Tshuva. The only thing is you can't fast Rosh Hashanah, and you can't fast Shabbos Teshuvah, and you can't fast Erev Yom Purim. So to make up for those four days, we start Slichos four days before. But we would like to explore perhaps another reason why one should start Slichos four days before Rosh Hashanah. So we go to this week's parsha, Parsha's Kisavai. This is talking about at the end of three years. 
Biar tiha koidesh min habayis. This is the mitzvah biar. Ve'gaham nesativ la'levi ve'lager la'yosem ve'lamonok. Chol mitzvah secha asher tzivi soni. I gave it to the Levi. Rashi says, Gam is the rabbis, other matanois. I gave matnasaniim. I gave all my obligations. Kechol mitzvah secha asher tzivi soni. I did not violate your mitzvahs, and I did not forget. Says the Holy Rashi, what does it mean, I did not forget? From blessing you. On separating my sir. I did not forget to bless you before I separated Meiser. Meiser is a mitzvah da'iraisa, so I didn't forget to bless you before I gave Meiser. By the way, yesterday in the Ion Shir, we know that when a koyin eats truma, a koyin has to make a bracha. It's a mitzvah da'iraisa of achilas kodshim. How about when an ashes koyin eats truma? That's a shaila, whether an ashes koyin makes a bracha. Is she just like the money of the koyin, or is she have an independent uh, ability to eat truma because she has kedusha. But the same way eating truma is a mitzvah, separating truma and maizah is a mitzvah, and therefore the farmer that comes into the Beis HaMikdosh says, I did not forget to make a bracha. Rashi, uh, the, this comes from the Gemara Brachas Dafnem, the Tanya, loyavarti mi mitzvah shachachti, loyavarti milvarechacha, I didn't violate from making you a blessing, and I didn't forget from mentioning your name. And here is the million-dollar question. Asks Revilo Eliyahu Mizrahi, I didn't forget to make a bracha? Who are we talking about over here? We're talking about a farmer. We're talking about a farmer discussed by the Chumash. This is in biblical times. Brachos are all derabanan. How could there be a pasuk in Chumash that says that the farmer says, I didn't forget to make a bracha, but there are no brachos according to the Torah. There's no such thing as a bracha. Brachos are all medrabanan. How could the pasuk, loy shachachti, be referring to, I didn't forget to make a bracha, there are no brachos on a biblical level. So Mizrahi says, I guess it's referring to, praising you and blessing you, but it doesn't refer to Berchas HaMitzvah, because there is no Berchas HaMitzvah Mida And this is certainly uh, worthy of our attention. What does it mean, This is not on a Durabanan level, it's on a Dairaisa level. What Bracha is there on a Dairaisa level? Certainly Berchas HaMazon, but we're talking about the giver of Meiser. What mi- biblical... Uh, bracha does the giver of Meiser have? Let's study another Gemara. The Gemara in Rosh Hashanah says, and Bezos Hashem, please uh, join us Wednesday night for the next two weeks. I think we only have two Wednesdays before Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur. Yeah? Rosh Hashanah is Tuesday, Wednesday. And when is Yom Kippur? Thursday? So then there's no Wednesday night shear uh, for two weeks. So this coming week we're going to have amazing shear on Rosh Hashanah and the next week before Rosh Hashanah we're going to have on Yom Kippur, I hope. B'siyata d'shmaya. So we know the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah says, the Tani Yuchiyah 
Detani Chia Bar Rav Mi Difti. You should afflict your souls, Betisha, on the ninth day. Hey, wait a second. We don't afflict ourselves on the ninth day. We afflict ourselves on the tenth day. Do we fast on the ninth? Anyone who eats and drinks on the ninth. It's considered like they fasted on the ninth and the tenth. Eating alone on the ninth is like fasting on the ninth and the tenth. Wow, that's amazing. I, I like those kind of mitzvahs. You hear? Eating on the ninth of Tishrei is like fasting two days. Now think about what that means. It doesn't mean if you eat on the ninth and you fast on the tenth, it's like you fasted two days. If you just eat on the ninth, it's like you fasted two days. If you fast on the 10th, it's like you fasted on the 10th. And if you eat on the 9th, it's like you fast on the 9th and the 10th. Basically, by the time Yom Kippur is over, you should have reckoned three fast days. Two for the 9th and one for the 10th. Why? How could eating be like fasting? Certainly, how could it be like two fast days? says the Gemara in Kedushan, Anyone who does a mitzvah, they do good to him. Every mitzvah one does, Hashem does good to a person. The Yushalmi adds, Kol ha'oysa mitzvah achas, Meitivin lo'y, Umarichin lo'yamav, They give a person long life, V'noichel ha'sa'aras, And you inherit the world to come, Eretz Yisrael. Wait a second, Asher B'chaim Vital. Every single Jew does mitzvahs. Does every Jew get hatava and arichas yamim? It says, Kol this sounds like this should be on like one of these new tapes. You know? Sounds like you can make one of these uh, new songs with it. They probably did, but every single Jew does more than one mitzvah. Is everybody zoicha to this hatava and to this arichas yamim? Next, next uh, um, question. You know the phenomenon of the missing chazan? Does this ever happen to you? A guy gets up to the Yomud and he gives a shoychenad like nobody's business. Shoychenad. And you know, he's really getting going. He really uh, gurgled his raw eggs that morning. And by the time Shachris is halfway over, he, he disappeared. Where did he go? No, he's still standing there. But he abdicated his duty as chazan. Really? What did he do? He said, Baruch Atah Hashem. Huh? And you didn't hear him say, Go Al Yisrael. So unfortunately, you didn't have a chazan at your minion. Because the obligation of the chazan is to start every bracha and to end every bracha. And uh, as it is known, Rav Henkin was uh, very adamant about this, and he even wrote in his tzava that they announced this halacha at his levaya, that a chazin must say the words Gal Yisrael loud enough for the people to hear, but then they're going to answer Amen! Yeah, at least they'll die with a minion that day. But um, So you say it a little bit quieter, but uh, loud enough for everybody still to hear. Anyway, the Gemara says, Amr le Rebbe Ila Leula. Rabbi Allah said to Ula, Ki when you go over there, Shal Bishlama Bruna Achi Bemaimid Kalachabura. 
ask about the welfare of Rav Bruna, my brother, in the in the um, company of the whole Chabura, the Adam Gadol, who is a great man. He rejoices over the performance of mitzvahs. Zimna Chada, one time, Samach Gula Latfila. He juxtaposed Gula Tatfila Vle Pasik Chucha Mipume Kuleyoma. He couldn't stop smiling the whole day. He was so happy, he was so Gula he couldn't wipe the smile off his face. Ask Reb Chaim Vital in the Hakdama to the Shar HaMitzvahs. Number one, doesn't everybody do a mitzvah every day? Why? Why? And yet we don't see that everybody is Zoycha to Marichin La Yama And why was Rebruna so happy that he couldn't wipe the smile off his face? So we have a number of questions on the floor. Number one, why do we start Slichos Matzai Shabbos? Number two, what does the Pasuk mean? That I didn't forget from making a bracha on Meiser. Brachas are only Durabanan. How could that be the meaning of the Pasuk? Is it, is it true that anyone who does a mitzvah, Why couldn't Bruna wipe the smile off of his face? And here we come to a very important Pasuk in the parasha, because you did not serve Hashem with happiness and good-heartedness, from an abundance of everything, you will have to serve the enemy. In other words, what Avera did Klal Yisrael violate that precipitated the 98 Klalists of the Teichacha? Yes, they put on Tvelin. They davened with a minion. They didn't even bring their cell phone into the Beis HaKnesses, because if they did and it was on, they didn't even daven, that's not davening. So they did everything they had to do. They wore tzitzis every day. They davened three times a day. They ate kosher. The only thing is, they davened, but they davened with crab. They were crabby when they davened. They learned, but they were miserable when they learned. So God says, no problem, I'll give you the 98 colors of the toichacha, all the Klalos of the Teichacha. You want to know what that means? Conjure up the image of 1939 to 1945, and the Chumash is saying, Why? Says the Shemi Shmuel, he brings the question of Rav Moshe Lev of Sasov, why is not serving Hashem B'Simcha such a serious and severe crime that it warrants the punishments of the Teichacha? The person's doing all the mitzvahs. The person's doing Mekayim all the Chiyuvim. What is so severe about not serving Hashem B'Simcha? Let's say you're working for a boss and your job is to deliver, I don't know, the Wall Street Journal. And you come back, you delivered every single paper. And the boss says, Oh, you're fired. Why? I delivered every paper. Because I saw you were in a bad mood when you were delivering the paper. Who cares? No boss cares what kind of mood you're in. As long as you get the job done, you do it timely, you do it expeditiously, you do it honestly. Why, does, uh, why would the boss care whether you're happy, you're sad? So why is serving Hashem B'Simcha? I understand it's a maila, it's a... It's nice, it's a madriga, but why is it so important? So first I want to begin by sharing with you the unbelievable psak of the Shal Sechuvah's Rimigash. 
the Rimigash brings that he accustomed the people of Alisna to make a Shachianu on the Lulav and on the Shoifar until the Rif came along and he was Mavatel from saying Shachianu on both of them. And then the Rimigash says, well, you should make of Shachianu on the Shoifar but not on the Lulav. And then the Rimagash reveals his amazing shita. You ready for this? Comes the Rimagash. And the Rimagash paskins that the bracha of Shachianu is a bracha doiraisa. And therefore, since at the night of Sukkot you're making a Shachianu on the Yamtiv, that will, co- that will uh, cover the Shachianu on the Lulav, but by Rosh Hashanah where there's Shachianu, the night of Rosh Hashanah is Midrabanan. So it's not going to cover Shachianu on the Shoifer itself. The bottom line is, Rabbi Yisai, do you hear the Psaq of the Rimagash? The Psaq of the Rimagash is, Brachos Ardurabonon Shachianu is Doiraisa. Huh? Why would the Brach of Shachianu be Doiraisa? So this brings us into a major explana- exploration of the subject of Simcha in Avodah Hashem. Let us begin with the comments of the Sefer Charedim. The Sefer Charedim was written by Rev. Eliezer Azkiri, a contemporary of the Arizal. Nobody knew who Rev. Eliezer Azkiri was. He was the janitor, the shamish in the shul in Tzvas, and one Simchas Torah. The Arizal pulled him into the circle, and they said, Ari, why are you dancing with Rev. Eliezer Azkiri? He's an, a simple yid, and the Arizal says that from Shimon Bar Yochoi has come down in Hashemayim to dance with him. I will also dance with him. Rabbi Lezer Askiri wrote the famous piyot. He did nefesh, he did nefesh, ahav. That's Rabbi Lezer Askiri. And he says, Hasimcha hagedoyla b'mitzvah. The fourth stipulation of doing mitzvahs is to do it with great joy. Techol mitzvah u mitzvah shetizdamein loy. Any mitzvah that comes your way, doyranohu is a gift. Deshadr leikut shabrichu that the Almighty sent you. Ulafi roiv ha-simcha yigdal The more happiness you experience and you engender, the more reward. In fact, the Arizal was Megala to his, to his associates. That all the Madregos that he achieved, that the gateways of Chachma and Ruach HaKodesh were open to him, they're all because of the reward that he was Sameach v'asiyas ha-mitzvah. He was Sameach Simcha Gedoyla Lein Tachlis. This is what it means. Tachas Asher Eloyav Adet Tachas Hashem Eloykecha B'Simcha V'Tuv Levav Meiroiv Koyal. You know what it means, Meiroiv Koyal? If somebody would hand you right now, Hey, Rabbi Yankel, you're learning so good. Here's $5,000. Now you'd probably be in a good mood for at least the next couple hours. Maybe the next day or so. So a person should serve Hashem and do a mitzvah. May Roiv Koel even more than if he would get gold, jewels, and silver. May Roiv Koel. So the simcha that one experiences by performing a mitzvah enhances the reward for the mitzvah. 
When a person does a mitzvah, they get reward. When a person does a mitzvah, the simcha, it greatly enhances the reward one gets for the mitzvah. But now comes Rabbeinu Bechaye. And Rabbeinu Bechaye says that in the Toichacha, where Hashem says, I'm, you're being punished because you did not serve me. Besimcha, the Torah is indicting one who serves God if it's not besimcha. Because a person is obligated to perform his mitzvahs besimcha. Says Rabbeinu Bechaye, doing the mitzvah besimcha is a separate independent mitzvah. Aside for the reward you're going to get for doing the mitzvah, you're going to get a reward for the mitzvah of doing the mitzvah besimcha. And therefore, if you don't do the mitzvah besimcha, there's punishment. So every mitzvah has two parts. You have the mitzvah of tzitzis, and the mitzvah of wearing tzitzis besimcha. You have the mitzvah of kriyashma, and the mitzvah of shema besimcha. You have the mitzvah of berches hamazon, and the mitzvah of berches hamazon besimcha. You have a mitzvah of talmud Torah, you have a mitzvah of... Tamatar Basimcha. You have a mitzvah to listen to a shir, and there's a mitzvah to listen Basimcha. There's a mitzvah to give it, and there's a mitzvah to give it Basimcha. Every mitzvah has two parts. And you're rewarded for both elements. And which of these two elements is more important? Is it more important to do the mitzvah, or is it more important to do the mitzvah Basimcha? Says Rabbeinu B'chayi in the Kara Kemach. The Simcha of performing a mitzvah is a mitzvah in Torah. It's more chashuv than the mitzvah itself. Chashuva yoyser mina mitzvah. You hear that? Doing the mitzvah besimcha is more chashuv than the mitzvah itself. More important than saying shema in the morning is saying it besimcha. More important than wearing tefillin is putting it on besimcha. And therefore, let's ask the following question. If doing the mitzvah b'simcha is more important than the mitzvah itself, what will get more reward? The simcha for doing the mitzvah or doing the mitzvah? shana. What will a person be rewarded for more? Sitting in the sukkah or sitting in the mitzvah? Or sukkah b'simcha? Eating matzah or eating matzah b'simcha? Davening or davening b'simcha? You get more reward for the for doing the mitzvah besimcha than doing the mitzvah itself. Now watch this chiddush. You ready for this? We know on the ninth of Tishrei we have a suda. Anyone who eats on the ninth, it's like he fasted the ninth and the tenth. Says Rabbeinu Yoyna, why do we have a suda on Erev Yom Kippur? He says, on all other Yomim Tovim, we make a suda to show how glad we are and how happy we are to do mitzvahs. Because the reward for doing mitzvahs, the simcha, will greatly magnify the reward of the mitzvah. And therefore... Fasting on Yom Kippur is a very big mitzvah. You know that? One of the 613 mitzvahs is fasting on Yom Kippur. So if fasting on Yom Kippur is a mitzvah, we should make a suda that we're zoichet to be that mitzvah. 
Now, there would be a little bit of a problem if we made a Suda on Yom Kippur to celebrate the Great Tainus. You know, that, that might not work out so well. Let's say at 3 o'clock, at 4 o'clock, right before Mafter Yoyna, you got for a little Kiddush that you're Zoycha to be Mekayim the Tsoyim of Yom Kippur. That's not going to work. So if you can't do it on Yom Kippur, you need to have a Suda for the Simcha of the Mitzvah fasting on Yom Kippur on Erev Yom Kippur. So what is greater, fasting on the 10th or being besimcha on the 9th? Being besimcha on the 9th is worth double fasting on the 10th. Because doing the mitzvah is valuable and the element of the simcha shal mitzvah is twice as valuable. Amazing. Fasting is great, but it's one third of the total reward. One-third of the reward is doing the mitzvah. Two-thirds of it are the element of doing it besimcha. I recently was in the city of Lublin at the kever of Reb Tzadik HaKoyin of Lublin. And we said over as follows, what is the very first mitzvah found in Shas? Kriya Shema. Why is that? Because what is the very first mitzvah that a bar mitzvah boy has the opportunity to fulfill? He turns 13, he has the opportunity to fulfill Shema. And Reb Tzadok HaKoyen in his bar mitzvah pshatol says, this proves the chidush of the Noid Bihuda. When a boy becomes bar mitzvah, does he become bar mitzvah as soon as that night of the 13th comes? Or does he have to wait to the precise time of the day that he was born? Let's say he was born 201 in the afternoon, so at 2.01, he becomes a Bar Mitzvah. We know as soon as the night comes of the 13th, he becomes a Bar Mitzvah. Immediately, you don't need full 24-hour periods. Ooh. That indicates, then, um, that is proven by the fact that Masech Tabrachah starts with Shema. Because the reason it starts with Shema is because that's the first Mitzvah, Bar Mitzvah Boiz Chayiv. It is, not always. Not if he was born in the morning, not if he's born in the afternoon. The fact that we could across the board say that the reason why Shas begins with Kriya Shema is because that's the first mitzvah that a young man fulfills when he becomes a Bar Mitzvah. That indicates that at 13 and uh, when the night comes, you automatically become a Bar Mitzvah. Rav Shalmazalman Orbach says something different. Rav Shalmazalman says the first mitzvah Bar Mitzvah boy fulfills is Berchas HaToyra. When they say Abbas Oilam in the nighttime, they should be Mechavein to be Mechayim the mitzvah of Berchas HaToyra because the Berchas HaToyra of the day was as a katan. But the Chassam Soifer said no, none of the above. The very first mitzvah that a boy is Mechayim when he becomes a bar mitzvah is to rejoice and be besimcha, to be mekabel the all mitzvah of Hakadosh Baruch Hu, and simcha is a mitzvah da'iraisa. Like it says, Tachas Asholayavadatas Asholaykecha besimcha, uvetuv levav meiroiv kail. There's a mitzvah in the Torah to accept upon oneself the mitzvah besimcha. And according to the Chassam Soifer, that is the very first mitzvah that a bar mitzvah boy is obligated in. In fact, the Chida says the word simcha is Rashi Tevais. Simchas mitzvah chiyav hu. 
Rejoicing when you do the mitzvah is a chiyav. Ooh, coming back to the Vidoy Meiser, where the farmer says, I didn't forget to make a bracha. And we ask, how could the farmer say in the Chumash, he didn't forget to make a bracha. Brachas are derabonon, they're not dairaisa. So we said, oh, wait a second, Shechionu is dairaisa. Why would Shechionu be dairaisa? Says the Shem Yishmuel, that in the name of his illustrious father, the Avnei Nezer, that it's going on, Bircha Shechionu, that the Iker Mitzvah is the life and the Simcha and the Cheshek and the Chuka that comes along with doing the Mitzvah to do the Mitzvah, B'Pnimius Halev. We're awaiting, when could we be Mekayim in the Mitzvah? When will the Mitzvah come already? Like they say about Rabbi Yitzhak of Barditchev, the night of Sukkot, he could not fall asleep. He was literally so anxious to be Mekayim, the mitzvah of the Dalaminim, that when day break, he ran right through the glass. He put his hand right through the glass, shrunk, to grab the lul of an esrog. So part of the mitzvah is the desire, the passion, the yearning to do the mitzvah. Like we say in the Pasuk, Rashi says, Klaiso, get up like lions to grab the mitzvahs. Therefore, Shachiyanu is a mitzvah dairaisa, is a bracha dairaisa. Baruch Hashem, Shachiyanu, Vikimanu, Vigiyanu, Lazmanazeh. How could Shachiyanu be dairaisa? Where in the Chumash does it say you have to await eagerly and anticipate the performance of mitzvahs? We learn it out from Tachas Asher Lo Yavaratas Hashem Leikacha Besimcha Vetavleva. Mm-hmm. Well, it seems it seems like we are able to have this duality of feeling of gilu barada. That on the one hand we're trembling and we're and we're frightful, and there's a certain uh, somber tone, and on the other hand we're in great simcha that we are given the opportunity to serve Hakadosh Baruch Hu. And by the way, Reb Chaim Vital writes very plain and simple. Let's say, through the performance of the mitzvah, you would be getting immediately $10,000 cash. Even $9,000 cash. Would you not be happy when you did the mitzvah? I think you'd be, pre- you'd be feeling pretty good, knowing all I need to do is shake the lulav, and I'm going to be getting COD on the spot. And we believe the reward for a mitzvah is much, much greater. And we believe that the privilege of serving the Master Universe is much, much greater. And therefore, this is what Chazal mean. That anyone who does a mitzvah, metivin loy, we're not just talking about performing the mitzvah, we're talking about doing the mitzvah in its full sense. Doing the mitzvah besimcha and cheshek and ratzayin, then in fact, metivin loy, umarichin loy, yama And that is why Rabbi Bruna was uh, on the Madrega that he was able to do a mitzvah which made to us seem as small as being Soymech Gula Latfila, and he was so besimcha he literally could not wipe the smile off of his face.
And therefore, while all brachos are drabanan, Shechianu is doi rice. In fact, Tanah says that why was Yeshayahu ben Amoitz Zoicha from all the Nevi'im that he prophesied about all the good times that lay ahead of us, all the Shiva Dinechenta, all the consolation was prophesied by Yeshaya. Why was he Zoicha to be the one, to, the, to be the Navi, to speak all these happy words of Tanchumen and Simcha? Says the Tan de Bel Yo, Amartiloi, I said to the student, He accepted the yoke of heaven with joy, more than any of the other prophets. And therefore he was zoichet to what none of the other prophets were zoichet to. This was the great reward of Yeshaya Hanavi. So we're learning a few things. Number one, Doing a mitzvah b'simcha magnifies the reward. Number two, doing the mitzvah b'simcha, that is a mitzvah in and of itself. Number three, that mitzvah is more chashuv than the mitzvah itself. And number four, that mitzvah, you get rewarded more for than the mitzvah itself. How much more? At least double. At least double. At least double. Now I want to share with you as follows. Sure. Oh, very good. Excellent. So Rabbi Josh is suggesting that in past year and we've asked that why is it that when we say Vidoy on Yom Kippur, we say, we sing it as if uh, we're doing some kind of joyous activity. We're tralalaying all the various people who we kidnapped, murdered, and robbed. We, it would seem like, you know, at least be a little contrite. Why are we singing it as if we'd be like, uh, you know, mafiosos? So we, in the past, we said over from the Tverse Yisrael, and that uh, we were trying to do tshuva me'ahava. But Rabbi Josh is suggesting, and this is found in the Chassam Soifer Madura Rivi'ah, that the reason why we sing vidoy is uh, in order, since saying vidoy is a mitzvah, so we have to do it b'simcha. So we sing the vidoy in order to try to do the vidoy b'simcha. Now let me uh, share with you a number of other very important thoughts about the important uh, nature of Simcha. By the way, we've spoken out many times in the past that even though Schar Mitzvah Bahayam Aleka, there's no reward for mitzvahs in this world. However, for the Simcha of doing the mitzvah, you're rewarded Ba'olam Hazah. So not only is does Simcha magnify the reward? Not only is it a mitzvah in it of itself, not only is it a more chash of element, not only do you get double the reward, you get reward in this world, and the Chidah says that that's derived from the end of Eschanan and the beginning of Ekev. The end of Eschanan is Hayoim La'asoisam. Today you do the mitzvah, tomorrow you get reward, but then the Pasuk says, Ve'haya Ekev Tishmon. 
And Chazal often say, Ein v'haya elalashon simcha. For v'haya, for simcha, you get reward even in this world. This is what the Chida writes in the Rosh David in Parshas Ekev. It's number 31 on your sheets. Why is the punishment so severe for not serving Hashem b'simcha? Reb Chaim Velazhenar says as follows. The Pasuk after, Tachas HaShalai Yavadata HaShem Lekecha B'Simcha, is V'Yavadata HaShayavecha, you will serve your enemy. The meaning is as follows. When a person has to serve their enemy, they do it begrudgingly, they do it grouchily, they do it in a bad mood. So God said, you're not serving me, you're not serving me B'Simcha, then the way you're serving me is the kind of service of how you would serve your enemy. Okay, fine, so go serve your enemy now. I mean, God said, you picked your own poison. The way you, you serve an enemy is begrudgingly, without simcha. So Hashem says, because you didn't serve me besimcha, so go ahead, go serve the enemy. Let's explain it on an even deeper level. The Chassam Soifer throughout his parish on Chumash offers the following concept. You know, Rashi throughout Chumash, whenever it says the word Vayikach by people, Rashi says, Lakcham Bidvarim. He took them with words. Let's say by Korach. Vayikach, Korach, Ben. Yitzar Ben Kas, Ben Levi. Rashi says, What does it mean, Vayikach? Korach, Lakcham Bidvarim. He took them with words. How does Rashi know Karach took them with words? Maybe Karach went, he grabbed them by the lapel, and he schlepped them to his side. How does Rashi always know Vayikach means with words? Listen to this Chassam Seifer. Chassam Seifer says it is self-understood. Who is a person? The body? Is a person their body? The body is just the shell, the wrapping paper the container. The person is the kayach ha the intellect. So if I, let's say, want to convince you of something, and I physically take you and I bring you over to me, does that mean you agree with me? Not at all. You're still kicking and screaming. The fact I schlepped the container over, does that, does that mean I took you? You have not changed at all. You have not moved your position in any fashion whatsoever. So if the Pasuk says, Moshe took Kairach, who's Kairach? Kairach is Kairach's body? No, Kairach is Kairach's mind. So the only way you could take someone's mind is if you convince them, not if you physically take them. Same thing when it comes to doing a mitzvah. Because you went like that, it means you shook a lul of an esrig. Because you went like that, it means you put on tefillin. Because you went like that, it means you lit the candles. doesn't mean anything. That's your container. It's only considered doing a mitzvah if your ratzayin wants and is joyous to do the mitzvah. Because you're not your guf, you're your ratzayin, your, your bechira, your, your desire. That's why more Chashuv then doing the mitzvah are the hargashos of happiness that one engenders through doing the mitzvah. But Marv as important as 
simcha is, it is even more important when it comes to the realm of tshuva. Even more important, as important as simcha is, it is even more important when it comes to the world of tshuva. We say in Shir HaMalois, Shir HaMalois, Mimamakim, Krasich Hashem. We say, Ki Imcha Aslicha, Leman Listen to these words. Because with you is forgiveness, so that we could fear you. This is like the most counterintuitive pasuk you'll ever see. God, you forgive us so that we should fear you? Does that make any sense? God forgives us so that we should fear Him? If anything, if He wouldn't forgive us, He would be much more intimidating and frightening. God forgiving us allows us to be afraid of Him? And the Sefer HaIkrim explains in my Merdalet Parak Chavav and this is elaborated by Rav Ruderman, Zechazag Levracha. And that is, there's a very important component to tshuva. And that is, a person has to have emuna in the system. A person has to have emuna that Hashem sees every act that we do and every thought that we have. Hashem r- writes down and records every act and every thought. Hashem remembers it and He punishes if God would never forgive a person for their sin, it would be psychologically impossible to act in accordance with the system because if we had a Muna that Hashem knows every act that we do and every thought that we make and that He punishes us for that. And in Sadiq Baruch everybody sins, then a person knows they're basically doomed psychologically, they cannot live with such a system. And what would they do? They would just block it out of their mind. They say, maybe they would say they believe in Hashem, but realistically, what is it called? Cognitive dissonance? They would block it out of their minds. You know what allows us to fear Hashem? What allows us psychologically to feel fear Hashem is the fact that we could say, even though Hashem knows that we sin, and He'll punish us, but He'll forgive us if we do tshuva. So we say, Because with you is forgiveness. Therefore we're able to fear you. Part of the tshuva process is the belief that Hashem will atone and, and forgive our sin. And therefore, Rebellio Desla writes that the process and the procedure of the calendar is very deliberate. It begins with three weeks of punishment for the Beis HaMikdash. Now, Rabbi Isai, if the year begins with three, if it starts with three weeks of punishment, then we should follow it immediately with the two weeks of tshuva. After all, we're punished, now we, go, we better ship up, we better shape up. Nah. After three weeks of punishment, we're not ready to do tshuva. 
we feel so beat up and so demoralized and so degraded and so worn out that after Tisha B'Av, we can't do Tshuva. We need seven weeks of consolation. We need to know God still loves us. We need to understand Hashem still wants us. We need to feel that Hashem is waiting for our Avoidah. So after seven weeks of therapy, seven weeks of consolation, only then we could begin the two weeks of tshuva. Think about it. We don't go from punishment to tshuva. Even though tshuva is the way we take care of the korban. We need a lot of consolation. The human psyche is not capable of, after acknowledging wrongdoing, changing. And I guess this is something we should be uh, aware of in even interpersonal relationships. Sometimes the other party does something against your will and you're angry and you're upset, so you, so you make up and you think it's going to be better. It's not going to be better. Even though the other person knows they're wrong but they're not ready to change until they feel the love and the consolation, and only then they could do tshuva. And think about how much consolation we need after two weeks of punishment, uh, three weeks of punishment. We need seven weeks of consolation. And therefore the Sefer, Lekach, Lekat Yoishar, Lekat Yoishar, which are the Minhagim of the Chumas Hadesh, and tell us something, tells us something very important that one of the important ingredients of tshuva is simcha. And therefore the appropriate time to begin slichos is Matzai Shabbos. Because on Shabbos we spend our time learning Torah and Pikudei Hashem Yishara Mesam Chelev it gives us a good mood. And we just came out of Oineg Shabbos. And while one might think the right mood to be in to do tshuva I don't know, maybe we need to have a day of beating ourselves up to be ready to do tshuva. No, we need Shabbos to be ready to do tshuva. We need Oineg Shabbos. We need the Simcha of Limad Torah on Shabbos. Simcha is, so to speak, the, the remedy and the elixir to put us back in the proper framework to be able to do tshuva. Let me just end with the following amazing Shem Mishmua. This is Oyam Venoira. I heard this from Rav Naich Isaac Obam, Shlita. The, the Gemara Ma'id Katan says on that Tezvav Amadez, an oinein cannot bring a carbon. Because it says, Shlomim, that you need to be Sholem, and an oinein is not Sholem. Why is an oinein not Sholem? So many people think, because he's missing his relatives, so he's not Sholem. So ask the Shem Yishmuel, then the Oinein should never be able to bring a carbon again in their life because their relative is never coming back to life. What an Oinein is missing is he's not missing his relative. He's missing a fundamental aspect of the human personality. That is, he's not an Adam right now. What do you mean? He has a nose, he has ears, he has eyes. Yeah, but he doesn't have Simcha. And part of being an Adam HaShalem, in other words, if you were to take a picture of the definition of man, man would have to be smiling. Because a person who doesn't have Simcha is not a person missing Simcha. A person without Simcha is not an Adam Shalem. And the reason is, because we're created B'Tselem like him in the image of God. 
And God, so to speak, is always, always v'chedva b'mekoimai. Strength and might are in His place. And when a person's in oinein, he's ba'atzvos, and he's chaser the tzuras ha'adam. And therefore, before we're able to do tshuva, we go through a Shabbos, and we put ourselves in the proper frame of mind, because only we're only able to fear Hashem, l'man if we understand Hashem's love for us. And amazingly, this Shabbos, you know what we're going to read in the Haftarah? Nothing about tshuva. Divrei nechama. And next Shabbos, you know what we're going to read in the Haftarah? Nothing about tshuva. Only nechama. It takes us all the way to Rosh Hashanah. That's how much nechama we need. That's how much love a human being needs to be able to be in the frame of mind to do tshuva. But once we inject simcha into our mitzvahs, we, we do what, we, what is called, we increase the bottom line. You don't have to do one mitzvah more. You could double your earnings merely by engendering simcha by doing the mitzvah. Actually, you're tripling it because doing a mitzvah is worth one, doing it besimcha is worth another double. May HaKadosh Baruch Hu give us siyata deshmaya to be among those who serve Him. Be'emes, u'v'leif shalem, u'v'simcha. Thank you everybody for listening. Have a great day. Baruch to You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.